1: You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Ashley Kramer. Ashley is the Chief Product and Marketing Officer for SciSense. Ashley, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me, JP.
1: Now, it's our pleasure. Well, Ashley, let's start with your background. Uh, incredibly interesting. I can't wait for you to talk us through it. Um, but can you give us some insight in how you first got involved in technology? Some of the roles you've held along the way, taking us up to just before you joined Sisense.
2: Sure. Um, So, I was always really interested in technology from a very early age, and that naturally led to me doing a computer science major in college. Um, And from there, I did some software engineer roles at NASA and Oracle, and it turned out um, I really liked to be more uh, people-facing, talk less to the computer and more to the people about the technology. And so, I made a pivot and went to Amazon in the early Kindle days, to work on the conversion of physical book content to ebook content. And some of the things that I learned in my time at Amazon, which was was a great, uh, great time, was the value of customers. Amazon's very customer-obsessed and how to make data-driven decisions. And the final piece there was I was fortunate enough back then to be one of the very early AWS beta customers. So learned a lot about the cloud early on. And so from there, I moved to Tableau, having seen that data is so valuable, but sometimes it's hard to really extract value and figure out how to make the right insights. And so Tableau tasked me, they brought me on board and tasked me with figuring out how to move them to the cloud. And my job there was to work with the business and the technology teams to create what they call Tableau Online, which is their software as a service product. And so combining my, my former AWS experience with Tableau really uh, was the next stepping stone for me. From there, I noticed customer trends of people were making decisions, looking at what I would call descriptive analytics, what's happening now. Um, but there was still a need for more predictive and prescriptive analytics. So this is where the data science part of my career comes in. And I, I switched at that point and worked for a company called Alterix who was in the early stages of building a data science platform. They were known at the time as being really great at prepping and blending data, which is honestly one of the biggest challenges in data science is getting the data in the right format. And in my time there, we ended up between some acquisitions and some new IP that we built ourselves, creating this end-to-end data science platform. And so now customers were able to go from data to making that Descriptive move and then into predictive and prescriptive analytics. And so, where SciSense comes in is um, I recently started at SciSense about two quarters ago, and SciSense brings all of these concepts together, um, written to be what we call cloud native, self service analytics. And we have deep AI under the hood to allow our customers to do deeper analysis and infuse analytics everywhere. So, bring the right data to the right customer at the right time. And that's where you find me in my career journey today
1: excellent well thank you for that background it's it's funny because you 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 skim over and um, what are incredibly interesting roles in themselves at nasa cerner and oracle but i think it's important to note that the work you did at, at amazon at the time was was pretty revolutionary. But then leading into Tableau and Alteryx is where you start to focus on the visualization side of data and data storytelling and and, and that client focus, which is obviously what you're now leading at SciSense. Can you give us some insight into the how you ended up at SoySense. What was the 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 thought process at the time and, and how did it come to pass that you made the the move from alterix to now leading leading all of product and marketing at SoySense?
2: Yeah we've seen we've seen several waves in analytics. I think the first wave involved heavy IT involvement and operational reporting. The second wave was around very self-service pre-canned dashboards allow everybody to make insights. And where I think SizeSense is unique is they're coming into what I would consider wave three of analytics that really speaks more to cloud scale and having enough agility to provide customers the flexibility in creating whatever they need. So insights for now embedded in their products, making deep insights, not just descriptive, but prescriptive and predictive um, for their internal business decisions. And so the way SizeSense was actually built from the beginning was to really speak to this Wave 3 audience, which is funny because they probably didn't know when they were founded as a company that this is, this is what was coming. And so we're really uniquely positioned to, um, to really take off in this next generation of analytics. And I just found that when I started speaking with the team at SizeSense, I found this to be just a really great opportunity to empower more customers to to drive better business outcomes.
1: So looking at your role, uh, Chief Product and Marketing Officer, obviously you've taken the path of computer science into programming, then working on data science, then data visualization, and you're now leading things on the product side. Can you give us some insight into what you're tasked with and and what the role of Chief Product Officer in a data uh, data company involves?
2: Yeah, I think, Generally, when people look at companies, they think marketing and sales, great partners, product and engineering, great partners. And the trend that I've seen over the past few years is the teams that have really great product managers that also understand the messaging. So really having that great partnership between product and marketing are the ones that are really thriving. And so I found a unique opportunity within this space and within Scisense to say, let's more close, more closely partner product and marketing together so we make sure that everything we're building, whether deeply technical or a flashy feature, has very, very consistent and cohesive messaging. And particularly when you come into the space of, of analytics and data science, this is important because it can get very, very technical, but really what you wanna communicate is the outcomes. That's what people care about is what are the outcomes when it comes to marketing. And that's the approach that we take at SciSense. So, um, so yeah, so I'm taking on the role of, of two, two organizations, marketing and product, of course, still closely partnered with engineering and sales and couldn't be more excited to be here.
1: Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, So then looking at the the project pipeline and what's in store, um, when you look at the, the journey for SciSense over the next 12 to 24 months. Um, you talked about, you're excited about the role. What specifically on, on the project side with the utilization of, of data analytics and engineering will you guys, guys be working on?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll break this down into three different areas. The first is SciSense has always been great at what we consider simplifying complex data. Doesn't That doesn't necessarily mean big data all the time, but complex data scenarios. So you have some data in the cloud, some still on-premises, some in business applications. And so SciSense has always been really strong at bringing that data together in something that we call data modeling and allowing everybody to make insights off of single sources of truth. And a trend that we're seeing is, of course, more and more people moving data to the cloud, And so a key focus for us will be to continue partnering with the cloud vendors and partnering with the people building those sources to make sure that we're best in class, particularly working with cloud data warehouses and still leveraging on-premises data that's not going away anytime soon in what we would call a hybrid data scenario. So that's the first. The second is empowering all organizations to unlock powerful insights. And back to my point earlier, that doesn't mean just saying, here's here's a chart, here's a time series, here's a graph. That's what's happening now. That's fine, but what people really need is to understand and need help understanding what's gonna happen next. So forecasting, key trends, what if analysis. And we have built something in SciSense called the knowledge graph. We actually launched it earlier this year, right before I started which is actually our approach to ai that's very unique we have a data science team that gathered over 650 billion metadata points so usage patterns of customers understanding how customers are using the product this was gathered over the last 10 years and so we're able to really have best in class predictions based on the type of user you are the things that you're doing within the product the types of predictions and insights that you need. So we provide this out of the box intelligence from day one uh, because of the knowledge graph that we've been building over the past year and as I mentioned, launched earlier this year. And then the final one is what I call infusing analytics everywhere. There's a major challenge in analytics that people just don't adopt analytics at the pace that we historically expected them to and the theory behind that from from a lot of the analysts and from what i've seen within customer usage is we expect people to stop what they're doing so stop everybody a salesperson spends their day in a crm and an engineering leader is in a bug tracking software we historically have expected them to stop what they're doing go look for the dashboards and the insights they need and then come back to their process And that's just not working. And so something that we'll be working on um, very heavily over the next year plus is making it even easier to bring that data where the person is spending their time exactly when they need them. So of course there's an AI component to this. There's deep embeddability involved in part of this and we do have API endpoints everywhere that will um, allow us to get there. And so, so the roadmap follows continuing to simplify complex data helping customers unlock powerful insights and then making sure that we're infusing analytics everywhere so they can have greater adoption and really build a data-driven culture.
1: I think it's really, really helpful to hear you give the, the breakdown of, of the various use cases. And you guys are at such a, uh, a unique inflection point because you're working with so many organizations across all industries at all levels. Um, it'd be good to get your take on what you're seeing from the customer what are they asking for what are they most in need of um because a lot of what you guys provide is analytics that they may not would have they may not be aware that they previously had access to but what are the most common projects and tasks that you receive from clients and then on top of that what are you able to show them that they were not previously aware of
2: yeah i mean the the first and one of the bigger it's not really a use case it's actually a solution for sisense is being able to provide our customers with a way to embed analytics into their products that they distribute to their customers so we have some customers that use sisense and and often people don't even know it's sense it's white labeled to allow um, to allow other customers that that are their customers to understand things everything from in the development world, you know, monitoring and tracking. We are very deeply embedded in a lot of um, transportation industries. We have a vendor that provides um, carts and lockers within airports and amusement parks. Of course, not a great time for them right now, but they're able to really refine inventory management and embed that within their product. And then of course, big ones right now are the software industry. Software industry has not suffered as much um, right now as as some of the other organizations out there. And so we're seeing them come up with unique use cases internally and how to really drive better business outcomes um, for themselves and for their customers. And then the final one that I'll say is around um, transportation. Of course, we're seeing a bunch of unique changes within transportation. So everything from self-driving cars and needing to understand those analysis to flight patterns needing to change because not as many people are flying at this particular moment. And so we're seeing all kinds of different use cases, all kinds of different scenarios and size sense, since we're not a black box install that says, here is your solution, go figure out how to use it, but rather say, tell me exactly what you need and will fit into your ecosystem, will help you find insights, will empower your customers um, is, is the solution a lot of them are using.
1: Excellent. Um, looking then internally to how you go about building, leading, and maximizing the ROI from a, a data team, which of course is, is product marketing, but then also the science and engineering side. As somebody who has played the role of engineer, data scientist, and now on the product side, um, when you look at pulling together a team to make your department work, how do you go about attracting the right talent? What do you look for in individuals? And how do you get the balance right between the, the, the marketing product side with the the core engineering and how do you get it all working in, in in one in one uh one succinct group
2: yeah it's interesting for for any group um i think i look for four main characteristics um and it, and it of course there's the skill set but by the time by the time you get to an interview your resume typically whether it's your background in schooling or your experience speaks to that so the unique things that i look for is one, um, people need to be deeply inquisitive. This is a fast moving market. And so if you're a data scientist, you're constantly wanting to dig deeper. If you're somebody in marketing, you're constantly wanting to know is this the right messaging? How are others doing it? Should we be making pivots? Are are our events um, comparing it to others in the industry? The second is the challenger, and this is actually a core size value as well, which is question everything, but in a, in a very um, diplomatic and polite way and make sure that we're constantly challenging ourselves, our peers to make sure that we're providing the best solutions for our customers. And that's really easy in interviews to, to honestly extract because sometimes I'll ask a question and then follow up and somebody will in a polite way, disagree with me. And I love that. That means they're challenging me because I'm not always right. And I, I want to surround my teams and myself with people that are open to those um, challenges. The third one, and this is a really important one for me because I can't do a job. And so I can't imagine how other people could do a job without this. They have to have passion for whatever it is they're doing for the company. Nobody wants to wake up On um, or go into their Sunday evening thinking, ugh, I have to go to work tomorrow. I've never had that. I'm proud to say I've never had that experience in my life. Every day to me is exciting. Sure, I look forward to the weekends to sleep in a little bit, but you have to have the passion for what you're doing. And particularly in this space, whether it's engineering, data science, marketing, product, the passion to drive change, to really work with customers and drive change and see those outcomes. And then finally, again in in all of these disciplines and in this industry the the inner innovator mindset this is a fast changing market and we've seen many people hit the innovators dilemma we're doing well do we keep doing the same thing do we make a pivot and put some of the things that we've been doing within the product within marketing within engineering at risk and so really having the that in, innovator mindset in those innovator, uh, challenger, passionate uh, mindsets is really, really important.
1: Final question, Ashley. Um, you're now two quarters into your role at Soysense. Clearly you've talked about the, the goal of the company and you've also given us some great insight into the, the, the passion behind what you do. What are you most excited about looking ahead for, not just your role, but what Soysense as an organization?
2: I just think in general, the opportunity for SciSense is endless. Uh, As I mentioned before, the way that it was built from the beginning to be sort of this customizable, flexible solution with API endpoints everywhere to really give the customer exactly what they need, but also, See the results, and and we do have actually an NPS of sixty, which is very very high, particularly for the SaaS industry. So we are we are helping our customers drive change, and we are um, providing them amazing business outcomes. And so our future is really really exciting because as more people move to the cloud, as data scientists start to really be ingrained more deeply within organizations to really predict future and make better decisions earlier and more informed decisions to really drive that competitive advantage. I think SciSense is the most well positioned in the market to win that segment and to really, really um, excel into the future.
1: I think that's a great way to end it. Ashley, this has been amazing. We really appreciate you coming on, talking to us about your incredible journey thus far, giving us some insight into what SciSense do. And we very much look forward to what you guys can accomplish in the future. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you. Appreciate the time. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldus Advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI Meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to us members. And don't forget our AI on Action podcast. Each week we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career and more. Become an Aldis member and get the Aldis advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to ww.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.